It's Wednesday the 16th of December and this morning we're continuing our Advent Reflections by looking at Isaiah 35 verses 1 to 10. My name is Mike Perrin and I'm a retired self-supporting minister. Isaiah invites us to lift up our eyes to see where God's kingdom is blossoming. Almighty God, as your blessed Son Jesus Christ came to seek and save the lost, so may he come again to find in us the completion of his redeeming work. For he is alive and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. So Isaiah 35, the return of the redeemed to Zion. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fearful heart, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The haunt of jackals shall become a swamp. The grass shall become reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and it shall be called the holy way. The unclean shall not travel on it, but it shall be for God's people. No traveller, not even fools, shall go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beasts come upon it. They shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there, and the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall abstain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. They will rejoice. This is Isaiah's prophetic and poetic vision of the future. This is God's promise to all living in the wilderness of human despair, every loneliness, every desolation, every failure and isolation. Wilderness has many meanings for Israel. It's a place of flight and it's a place of freedom. It's a dangerous place. Water is scarce. Crops don't grow. It's an overwhelming place. You can get lost there. But it's also a place where God's people learn to trust. Trust in the wilderness, God found his people. God fed them, God cared for them, and lifted them up. Isaiah's wilderness sings, wilderness and dry land will rejoice. The desert will shout with joy, and it will bloom like a crocus. The prophet proclaims the joy of a desolate earth, transformed into a place of life and color and beauty. New growth, the world is alive. And the world responds in a great crescendo of praise, a living chorus celebrating the gift of life. What was desert now becomes paradise. This earth will be glorious and magnificent as expressions of God's own glory and splendor and divine power. And the God whose glory they will see is our God. Isaiah says, be strong, do not fear. No place for the weak need. Those who come empty-handed or downhearted, be strong, do not fear. Open your eyes and look. Here is our God, the source of strength and the source of our salvation. God is here. God will come. Isaiah gives assurance for present and for future. In the future, God will act for the people to reverse oppression and deliver them. And when God comes, the eyes of the blind will be opened. 
and the ears of the deaf will be opened. Then a lame man will leap like a stag, a silent man's tongue will shout. All of these are expressions of joy in what God will do and has done. The man who couldn't walk will both walk and jump. The man who couldn't speak will talk, shout and even sing. Isaiah pictures a wilderness become alive with running water, a new creation, everywhere has abundant life. And then he pictures the road home in the place that was once wilderness, a road home. No more wandering, no more danger. God's people, now liberated, will walk on it and will come home rejoicing. Isaiah 35 is a powerful, poetic word of comfort to God's church in exile by the rivers of Babylon, where we remembered Zion. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here. Isaiah's words were written to give hope to God's people experiencing exile, a hope that one day that they will be able to return home. Their enslaved world, desert and desolate, fully restored. God will act to repair what has been damaged by healing, by restoration, by provision, and all of creation will rejoice. It speaks about the journey that the exiles will take as they return to Zion, Jerusalem, the city of God. But it also speaks more widely of the journey that all people can take as they respond to God and come to him through Christ. This is a safe road. This is a good road, a road that ends in joy and celebration in Christ's kingdom. Isaiah 35 invites us to consider during this Advent season, not only as God's coming in Christ, but also as our coming home. God comes, God is here. We too can leap and shout and sing and together walk home. Through faith in Christ, Israel's story has become our story, a narrative that's driven by the promise through obedience and redemption. In times where we are more likely to have our hearts crying out in lament at the loss, suffering and uncertainty in our lives and in our world, what does this hope mean? The psalmist points us to the unveiling love of the Lord, but the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him and on those who hope in his unfailing love. Our hope then is in God's unfailing love for us. Amen.